When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> it's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 70 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Meet Mr. McNutley was a short-lived radio sitcom that ran September 17, 1953 to June 10, 1954 on CBS Radio. Only one season. Ray Milland and Phyllis Avery played Professor Ray McNutley and his wife Peggy. Ray was the head of the English department in the fictitious Lynn Haven College for Girls. The show was at times called The Ray Milland Show, and it did graduate to television from 1953 to 1955. In its first season on TV, he's portrayed as an absent-minded professor, but by the second season, he has changed from being the head of the English department to a drama teacher, the name of the college has changed to Comstock University, and his name is also changed from McNutley to McNulty. Unfortunately for us old-time radio lovers, there are only a handful of the one-season's radio episodes surviving to this day. So sit back and relax for the April 8, 1954 broadcast of Meet Mr. McNutley. It's a beautiful spring morning on the campus of Lynn Haven College for Women. The birds are singing. Pop Wallace, the caretaker, is mowing the lawn. And in the home of Raymond McNutley, Lynn Haven's popular English professor, Peggy, the professor's pretty wife, is preparing breakfast and singing. While upstairs, the professor greets the new day with a song of his own. That's the way the day starts. About half an hour later, you'll hear Peggy calling out, Darling, your eggs are getting cold. Ray, dear, you'll be late for your first class. Professor Raymond McNutley! Did you call, dear? Fifteen times. Oh, am I groggy this morning? You're groggy every morning. Well, it's no wonder. I stayed awake reading until four o'clock. Really? Something very scholarly and profound, no doubt. Hmm? Oh, yes, yes. Hmm. Then, of course, uh, you wouldn't know anything about this pocket-sized novel with the lurid paper cover. I found it in the pocket of your robe. Let me see that. Her Husband's Killer by Nikki Romaine. Hmm. Very scholarly. And that blonde on the cover. Wow. Is that a black lace nightie, or does she just have a lot of freckles? Uh, <laughs> Vanna was quite a girl. Oh, Vanna. Drink your coffee. Honestly, Peggy, I have never read such infantile trash after being happily married for six years. This woman... Vanna? Uh, this Vanna acquires a boyfriend, and together they poison her husband for his life insurance. <gasps> Say, did you remember to mail the check on your policy? Look, I certainly did. I put it right in this pocket yesterday where I couldn't possibly forget it, and I... Yes? 
I'll mail it today. <laughs> but getting back to Varna. Oh, must we? Have you ever heard of anything so preposterous? A happily married woman killing her husband? Oh, I don't think it's so preposterous. <laughs> you don't? No. Plenty of times when you've forgotten to do something you promised to do, I've been so mad I could kill you. I'll mail the check on my way to class. <laughs> oh, I have some papers to correct, so don't expect me home for lunch. Good. Uh, uh, don't forget to pick up some arsenic on, at the uh, chemistry building. Those snails are ruining my gladiolus. Gladioli. The plural of gladiola is not gladiolus. It's gladioli. Oh. Well, for dinner, stop by the grocer's and pick up some uh, ravioli. That's singular. Ravioli. Ravioli. I want you to get some for mother, too. <laughs> well, goodbye, Vanna. I, I mean, Peggy. Oh, bye, dear. I'll let myself out. All right, mail the insurance check, dear. And uh, don't forget the arsenic. I won't. Goodbye, dear. Now, let's see. What's Petey's number? Hello, Petey? This is Peggy, Pete. I want you to do me a favor. Ray's been dying to get an outboard motor for the fishing boat, so I thought I'd surprise him with one for our anniversary. The only trouble is I don't know anything about motors, and, and you're an expert, so I... You? Oh, you're a dear. Now, look, there's not much time. Mail a check. Don't forget the arsenic. And the way Peggy talks, anybody would think I, I ought to make a list of everything I had to remember, put it carefully in my briefcase, and... Oh, my briefcase. Left it in the hall. I have to go back. If Peggy finds out if I got it, I'll never hear the end of it. Then uh, why don't you come over here for lunch today and we'll discuss it. Oh, of course it's safe. Ray said he wouldn't be home for lunch today. I'll be talking to one of her girlfriends. Oh, here's the briefcase. Ah, oh, you're a man after my own heart. That doesn't sound like any girlfriend. <laughs> well, I've got to get it quickly, so please make it today for sure. Well, you know more about it than I do, but that sounds like it should take good care of him. She can't mean what it sounds like she means. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm happy about this. Of course, it'll take him away from me. I guess she can. <laughs> now, how does it work? Just tie a knot in the end of the cord, wrap it around a couple of times, good and tight, and give it a big, hard jerk. <laughs> oh, and if there's any coughing and sputtering, you start over. <laughs> Then I'll see you for lunch. Bye. Oh, darn it. Ray forgot his reading glasses. Sometimes I get so mad at that man, I I know, could... I know. I understand you wanted to see me, Dean Bradley. Yes, sit down. Uh, Professor McNutley, I've been watching you for some time. You have? Uh-huh. You're obviously the athletic type. Well, I, I am rather handy with a light casting rod. And as a matter of fact, I was pretty active in my undergraduate days. Crocodile, dodge. Baseball. Well, I did a little pitching for the Cardelda Pies. Aha! I was sure you were a baseball player. But... Of course, Cardelda uh, Pies is the honorary English fraternity, and I... But you were picked from among all the members of the fraternity to play on the baseball team. Well... You see, I was picked from among the nine members of the fraternity to play on the baseball team. 
But you were the pitcher. Positions were assigned in strict alphabetical order. I knew you were my man. Mr. McNutley, let's stop beating around the bush and play ball. You know Miss Truesdale of the political science department. Two-ton Truesdale? <laughs> Professor McNutley! Anyway, Miss Truesdale has been coaching the softball team as an extracurricular activity. Good for her. Unfortunately, I was informed today that Captain Truesdale has been recalled to active duty by the Women's Auxiliary of the Marine Corps. She's off to the halls of Montezuma. So I have decided that you shall take over her duties as coach of the softball team. But, Dean Bradley, this is ridiculous. Here's your whittle, Coach McNutley. Blow it proudly. <laughs> Just because I played a little baseball years ago, that doesn't mean I can coach a girl's softball team. I'm not even the... It's not even the same game. I wouldn't know where to begin. Oh, nonsense. Just remember three things and you won't have any trouble. The ball is larger. There are ten players on a side. And keep out of the locker room. <laughs> sure you won't have anything more to eat, Petey? Oh, no thanks, Peg. I'm fine. You've only had three turkey sandwiches, a drumstick, two glasses of milk, three pieces of apple pie, and a cold pork chop. Yeah. You know, I guess I will have that last piece of pie. It doesn't seem healthy to finish a meal with a cold pork chop. <laughs> of course not. Well, now, we've narrowed the choice down to these two outboards. Which will it be? Huh, you better decide, Petey. You're the one who always goes fishing with Ray. Well, that one cruises a little faster. Fine, we'll get that one. On the other hand, this one steers itself. And I'm the one who's always stuck with the steering. So, so let's, let's get, get this, this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that that's settled, I'd better be getting. Hey, Peg, come here a minute. What is it? Isn't that Ray there sneaking up the alley? Edie, my husband is a respected member of the academic world, a leader in civic affairs, and past president of the Chi Delta Pi. He does not sneak. Well, I'd better slip out the side door. All right, Petey. Thanks a lot. I'll pick up the outboard and bring it over this afternoon. <sighs> better get these dishes cleared away before... Who was that who just sneaked out of here? Nobody just sneaked out of here. Oh, no? Well, look at him. There he goes. Who is it? <laughs> Can't you tell? No, he's too far away. Well, I'm sure I don't know the identity of every vagrant who sneaks along that alley. He didn't come from here. Then why are there two sets of dirty dishes on the table? And what happened to the pie and the cake and the milk and that turkey? Don't forget the pork chop. And the pork chop. I was hungry. <laughs> Something very peculiar going on around this house. Mm -hmm, there certainly is. First you tell me you won't be home, and then you come sneaking up the alley. I do not sneak. Never mind. What are you doing home at lunchtime? What about those papers you had to correct? Well, I had to come home and tell you about my new extracurricular assignment. Now, what about the new extracurricular assignment? Peggy, I want you to congratulate the man who has just been chosen coach of the Lynn Haven softball team. Oh, well, bring him around and I'll be delighted to meet Peggy, I am the new coach of the softball team. Dean Bradley has chosen me to lead them through a victorious season on the diamond. <laughs> 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 
Peggy, <laughs> this mirth is unseemly. <laughs> I can't help it. The thought of you coaching baseball, it's just too much. <laughs> well, for your information, Lynn Haven's prospects look very good. My students inform me that the team captain, Lefty Smalley, is an excellent pitcher. She has a good fastball, a curve... And probably looks like Cecil, the seasick sea serpent. <laughs> you never take my activities seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray. It's just that when I think of you out there coaching at third base... <laughs> Peggy! Stop that! It's very discouraging for you to disparage my athletic endeavors like this. Remember what Herschel Hartsook wrote? What spirit drives the team to its victorious goal? None other but the coach. He is its heart and soul. Herschel Hartsook? Who's he? The poet laureate of baseball? No, he's the janitor in the locker room of the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> and now, back to the Ray Milan Show. Meet Mr. McNutley. Well, today is the day that Professor Raymond McNutley takes over his duties as coach of the Lynn Haven College softball team. He's bubbling with enthusiasm for his new job as we join him at the door of the girls' gymnasium. Get a hold of yourself, McNutley. It's only a girls' gymnasium. It's not a lion's den. Uh, pardon me, miss, but could you tell me... Ooh, ooh, I'm sorry! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you ever see a girl in shorts like these before? Well, let's say I never saw a girl like you in shorts like those before. Do you know where I can find the softball team? I ought to. I'm the captain. You're Lefty Smalley? That's right. You're Coach McNutley. Yes. What's the matter? Well, you don't look a bit like Cecil, the seasick sea serpent. <laughs> well, thank you. You don't either. And isn't it nice that we have so much in common? Well, what I mean is, aren't you rather delicate and feminine to be a pitcher? Well, maybe on the Cleveland Indians, but this is an all-girl team. Yes, you certainly are. <laughs> I beg your pardon? All-girl. I, I, I mean, that, that is, aren't you the pitcher? Oh, that's right. Do I throw you a few curves? Yes. <laughs> Can you throw this far? Well, you're only two feet away. Oh, so I am. You know, playing for the Chi Delta Pies was never like this. <laughs> Would you show me how to field a bunt just once more, Coach? I think I'm getting it. I know I'm getting it. Uh, getting what? A sore back. Ooh. Oh, come on, Coach. Uh, how about showing us how to slide? Uh, all right. Here, we'll use this sack of arsenic for a base. There. Well, go ahead. Slide. Well, I, I'll tell you what. You slide, and I'll, uh, criticize your form. Okay. Watch this, Coach. Oh, oh my ankle. Oh, oh, oh dear. Here, oh. here, let me help you up. There. Can you stand on it? Oh, no. No, I think it's sprained. Just help me over to the bench, will you? Yes, right. <laughs> look, uh, look, my car's right over there. We'll we pick up your things, then I'll drive you home. 
Oh, this is very nice of you, Professor McNutley. No, not at all. It's not much out of the way, and besides, I'm in no hurry to get home. Oh, say, Professor, would you mind stopping over there by the Linwood department store for a minute? I won't be long. They're, they're holding something for me. And I... Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Here, here. Stay off that ankle. I'll get it. Oh, gee, thanks. Miss Hazlitt and Ladies Lingerie knows the one I want. It's a black lace nighty. All right. Oh, by the way, while I'm here, I'm going to take a minute to buy a sweatshirt for softball practice. Uh, Miss Truesdale's uniform is a little large for me. Uh, yes? Uh, may I help you, sir? Oh, oh, you've already been waited on. Huh? Oh, oh, that's the sweatshirt I bought downstairs. Oh, are you Miss Hazlitt? Yes? Well, I came to pick up the nightgown you're holding for Smalley. Oh, yes, it's right here. Oh, let me show it to you. Oh, isn't it a lovely thing? <laughs> oh, it looks like it came right off the cover of Vogue. Looks like it came right off the cover of a husband's killer. Wow. <laughs> Professor McNutley. Oh, Dean Bradley. What are you doing with that slinky black lace nightgown? Buying it. It's charming. I know your wife will be thrilled with it. Oh, it's not for Peggy. What? Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want her to know about my buying it. Oh, a surprise. You might put it that way, yes. <laughs> oh, here's your package, Mr. Smalley. Mr. Smalley. Hmm? Oh, oh, thanks, thanks. Excuse me, Dean Bradley, but I, uh, I left the motor running in my picture, in, in, in my car. Uh, goodbye. Your secret is safe with me, Smalley. <laughs> well, what a strange young man, and, and what a strange name, McNutley Smalley. And may I use your phone? Uh, certainly, madam. Right there on the end of the counter. Hello, Mrs. McNutley. This is Dean Bradley. I call to offer my congratulations on the professor's new appointment as coach of the... Uh, oh, what are you laughing about? Well, it seems to have put him in a very good mood, too. I'm at the Linwood department store. And you'll never guess what I saw your husband buying you. You have to act surprised now. You see, Petey, I told you Ray wouldn't forget our anniversary. Well, he has every other year. Well, he didn't this year. He bought me a lovely black lace nightie. Yeah, just like the one Vanna wears. <laughs> oh, I suppose you sat up till four in the morning reading that book, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Peg, where do you want me to hide this outboard motor? Oh, uh, let's see. Now, there's plenty of room in the refrigerator since you had that light lunch. <laughs> no, that's the first place he'd look. I know. Put it here in the linen closet. Yeah, but suppose he wants to get a towel. Oh, not Ray. He always waits until he's in the shower. Then he discovers that he needs a towel. <laughs> and I have to bring him one. No, it'll be safe in the linen closet. That you, Coach? Yes, it is I. How'd the practice go to... Oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ray. Look at you. You hurt? Just a little tired. 
You know, those girls don't play softball like the Kai Delta Pies. They're rough. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, you just sit down and relax. Uh, by the way, darling, didn't you bring something home for me? That is one of your most endearing young charms, your directness. It's in the car. Oh, you just stay where you are. I'll run out and get it. Oh, my boost. I hope I don't have to move from this chair all evening. Oh, Ray, you're a darling. It's gorgeous. I've never heard of a pound of arsenic being described in exactly those terms before. <laughs> Not the arsenic, silly. My nighty. Your what? My black lace nighty. It's beautiful. I'm glad you like it. Oh, I... <laughs> I just adore it. I told Petey you wouldn't forget our anniversary. And it... Oh, yes. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Not yet, silly. Tomorrow. Say, uh, just when did you uh, tell Petey about our anniversary? Well, this afternoon when he was here. Petey came to see you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. My wife and my best. <laughs> What's that, dear? I was quoting from her husband's killer. How could I have been so blind? I see it all now. That time we went duck hunting. Oh, Ray. He pushed me in the lake. <laughs> Hello? Yes, this is Mrs. McNutley. Who? Elaine Smalley? Oh, the pitcher, Lefty Smalley. Oh, oh, he left his sweatshirt and took your nighty by mistake? Uh-huh, I see. Well, I'm sure he won't object to correcting the mistake. No, he won't mind, not at all. Bye, Lefty. She doesn't sound at all like Cecil the Sea Six Sea Serpent. <laughs> Ray, where are you going? The linen closet. Oh, Ray, what do you want in the linen closet? A bath towel. What would it be likely to find in the linen closet? Uh, well, uh, Ray, I would have brought you a towel. You know, I don't understand you. Every time I get in the shower and then ask you to bring me a towel, you complain. <laughs> I guess I'm just a foolish, unpredictable girl. Let's not talk about towels. What should we talk about, Petey? Oh, Ray. Another thing. You tell that glutton that if he's coming over to see you anymore and I'm away, to bring his own lunch? (laughs) Let's, uh, Ray, let's talk about my lovely anniversary present. I don't think you want me to get a towel. I don't. There's something in that closet you... I'll bet Petey is in there. <laughs> oh, is he? Well, I'm going to find out right now. All right, Petey, come out eating. <laughs> What's this doing in here? Happy oh. anniversary, darling. My outboard. And just the model Petey always wanted. <laughs> 
I know. He helped me pick it out. Good old Petey. He is my best friend after all. Mm-hmm. And I'm your best wife. Oh, gosh, Peggy. I don't deserve a wonderful wife like you. I feel like a, I feel like I cared about that nightgown. What about my nightgown? Well, that's just the trouble. It's not your nightgown. You bought a black lace nightgown for yourself? <laughs> no. Well, yes. I, I mean, in a way. Uh, that, that, that is, she, she, uh, you see, she sprained her nightgown. <laughs> I mean, my sweatshirt was in the car. Never and... mind. Hold it, hold it. We can't have the Lynn Haven softball coach breaking a blood vessel on the eve of a big season. But you see... Her... I know. Lefty phoned a little while ago. She'll bring your sweatshirt to class tomorrow. You mean you already knew I'd forgotten our anniversary? Mm-hmm. But I love you for telling me yourself. Peg, I got a wonderful idea. This came to me. How would you like to keep the night to yourself? Oh, that is a wonderful idea. I'd love it. Good. And I'll just reimburse Lefty tomorrow and... Ooh, come here, sweetheart. Oh. <laughs> and now back to the Ray Milan show. Meet Mr. McNutley. <sighs> Isn't this a nice way to spend our anniversary? Yes, dear. Hmm. Happy anniversary, Coach. Happy anniversary, darling. Hmm. Am I too heavy on your lap? Uh-uh. Hmm. <laughs> if you get too heavy, I'll put the outboard down. In tonight's cast were Verna Felton, Barbara Eiler, and Elvia Alma. And this is Del Sharbus speaking. That was the episode, The Anniversary Present, from Meet Mr. McNutley. I hope everyone has a great week, and tune in next time for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks so much for listening. And what happened to the pie and the cake and the milk and that turkey? Don't forget the pork chop. And the pork chop. I was hungry.